the best of Fubi committee almost broke Miranda. <laughs> it was intense this year. It was definitely intense. Now, does it go smoothly or does it ever get heated? Does it? Uh... Oh, it gets very heated. It gets very <laughs> heated. Everybody on the committee is under NDA, so they feel that they can talk. You know, I noticed FYE is a booth this year. They are. Uh, is that just an attempt to kind of relate more to the comic side, or is there... They're going to make a big play in the design of Toy World. Oh. So they've yeah. changed gears. Hey, Toy Family. Welcome to another edition of the Marsham Toy Hour, where we discuss anything and everything designer toys. I'm Gary Ham, And I'm Teresa Hawkins. And Teresa, no George tonight. He decided it was more important to go see Deadpool 2 than join us. I know. But that's okay. I know you were saying he actually helped with the costume for it, right? Yes. So I think that's a valid excuse. And George, I hope you enjoyed the movie. It's all good. That's pretty exciting, though. Have fun, George. I'm sure you're having a date with Jess doing lovey-dovey things. (laughs) (laughs) So even though we're one man down, we've gained three, and they're coming to us from Five Points Festival. They are Josh and Miranda Kimberg and Sarah Bowes. Welcome. Okay. They, they might have been drinking a little bit before they came on this podcast. Thank you to Lagunitas for providing. This side of the podcast is brought to you by Lagunitas. Yes. Okay. So we, we we're having you guys on. Five points is what in two weeks from? No, 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 no. no much farther away. It's than on that. June second and third, which is like <laughs> happening some indiscriminate time away in the future. So it's it's coming up. It's coming up fast. And we want to know Shut everything. Shut your mouth! <laughs> this is interesting night. So we, okay. we want to know everything there is to know about Five Points Fest. I know, I mean, you guys may not be ready, but I think us as attendees, we're excited for this thing to Good. get rolling. Ah! I, can't, I can't. Josh. Okay, so I'll talk about something real quick, and then we'll get back to talking about Five Points. So last week, Super Plastic, that was the start of their Kickstarter campaign for their janky toys. And it's doing amazingly well. And uh, yeah. and it's. I think they received their funding, their full funding, within the first few hours. They were asking for $25,000. And now they're sitting at about $300,000 the last time I checked. So they're doing extremely well. I'm very excited for them. So congratulations to Paul Budnitz and Hucky. You guys are running an amazing campaign. I think it's rejuvenated the toy scene a little bit. It's been very exciting. It's been a lot of fun watching their excitement and their engagement with the community. I've seen Paul Budness like dancing around and stuff. So it's been very fun. I think it's been very, very refreshing to see. And this campaign is going to be a lot of fun for the next several weeks because it ends on, I think, like June 15th. So uh, they got a lot more fun and plan- challenges ahead. And I also want to point out that I think it's really cool that they're This is going beyond the designer toy scene. They're bridging the gap between us and other collectors out there, and I think that's great that they're bringing more eyes to our little world. Yes. I'm just looking forward to making out with Huck. (laughs) I don't know how to... Josh, TMI. Well, and Huck and Paul are going to be at Five Points Fest as well, which is super exciting. So, yeah, we're really excited to announce tonight that Paul and Huck will be speaking at Five Points. Yes, they'll be doing... A talk about super plastic and janky and the future of designer toys. Cool. So yes. is it one of the panels? It's yes. the it's the, the premier the pr- premier panel. So Rather is it cool. VIP only, or anyone can go listen? Anyone can go, but VIPs will get preferential treatment. So it'll be VIPs first, and then space after that will be taken up from anybody. High five, Teresa. Cool. We got VIP passes. Yeah. VIP baby. Yeah. We got to use that thing. (laughs) Get our money's worth. Absolutely. The thing that uh, is exciting too about the way we're structuring our panels is that there's a bar in the panel room. There is a bar (laughs) in the panel room. Is this an open bar? Freebie drinks? Uh, No. no, no, no. (laughs) Well, in the VIP bar, which is in the panel room, there are specialty cocktails. That are going to be exclusive to that room. Mm -hmm. Are they toy themed? They are. The first one is, uh, it's a Moscow mule, but it's the five points toy mule. Because, you know. Oh, nice. (laughs) I like it. I like it. People want those mollies. People want those mollies. (laughs) They're getting mules everywhere. Yes, they are. (laughs) I'm dying. 
Cool. That's a segue yeah, from Frankie. So sorry. we're super excited sorry, for Hook and Paul. It's awesome. It's totally, it's totally filling a bit of a vacuum, I think, in the in the designer toy world right now. So it's it's so exciting to see. And yeah. we will have the four foot janky on display at the festival. And will. there will be a challenge level for the Kickstarter that can only be unlocked at the, at the festival. festival. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, cool. Mm. Now is this the one, is the one that's gonna the four foot janky that's gonna be at Five Points Fest? Is that the one that they're gonna be giving away during the panel? Yes, but it's it's not like you're gonna take it away from five from the festival, right? Yes, <laughs> yeah. it'll it'll ship out later, but yes. Okay. So the one in the picture was like a kind of gray and all that. Is it gonna be painted white? It is. It's gonna be glossy white. It's gonna be shiny, shiny. Ooh. Coming to five points, it's going to be a killer good time. It's going to be a blast. We'll be drunk. Josh, I, I can tell. Yeah, and Josh. Be okay, so that, the panel that you guys are talking about, it's going to be the premiere panel at the convention. Huck and Paul are going to be hosting it. What more can you guys tell us about it? You mentioned it's going to be about super plastic and designer toys. Are they going to be talking about the return designer toys and all that sort of good stuff? I'm talking about it all. I believe Paul has five secrets that he will reveal. Oh. Are you messing with me, or is this like, real? <laughs> Five secrets about toys and life. I'm excited. Business ownership. He's good like, at that. Like, like a wizard. Yeah, like, like a wizard. wizard. He's going like to reveal. Wizard. He's going to reveal things like a wizard. And Huck's just going to hang out and be tall. Okay. <laughs> so tell us more about Five Points Fest. What what's going on? Do you guys want to start from the beginning and go from the Designer Toy Wars? right into the event? Yes, yes, okay. let's do that. Let's do that. So the Design Toy Awards are happening on Friday night at the Brooklyn Bazaar, which is just around the corner from the venue, so we've kept everything super close this year, which is really great. Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah. For everybody, let's face it. It's all um, in walking distance, including the think, Yes. Yes. Well, I think that's the first time I've heard the DTA venue. Yes, it is, probably. I don't think we've heard it. Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bazaar? Yep. Yes. Okay, so this, since this is the first time we're hearing about it, why don't you guys tell us more about the venue? What can we expect? Is it going to be indoor-outdoor or strictly indoor? Or Tell us about the venue. This is an indoor, an indoor venue. It's super cool. Oh, so, yeah, I can tell you all about the yeah, venue. So the Brooklyn Brooklyn Bazaar is the old Polonaise Polish wedding hall yeah. that was converted into a club. Slash music venue. Music venue. It's not really a club. It's like a music it's venue. It's like a three. It's like a three-tiered music around. venue. Just it's such a, a an amazing venue with so much character and history. And there's like a, a it has, has great ambiance. And there's a restaurant in the venue as well. Yeah, which has pinball and a bunch of other like video games and stuff. So I know oh, a lot cool. of people last year were talking about how it was very clubby at Webster Hall, and this has a very different vibe. Like, there'll be an area where people can hang out and talk, and it'll be – everyone can really catch up, which will be nice. And it's one of the best parts of the, about the Designer Toy Awards. Yeah. Oh, cool. So you said they're at a restaurant, so people will be able to get food if they want? Yes. Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, it's oh, not cool. like a sit-down restaurant. It's there's, like – There's it's, booths. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a super perfect. burrito. It's perfect. It's delicious Mexican food, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm really excited. It's such a good venue. Now, who's going to be hosting no, the uh, the awards this year? Who's gonna, who's the host? We're ready for uh, information. Should we give them a scoop? We can give them the scoop, the official scoop. Yeah. Um. So the uh, the awards are going to be hosted by a comedian named Eli Uden. Okay. Uh, he's from the Midwest. He lives in Brooklyn now. He's uh he hosts a bunch of comedy shows around Brooklyn. He's very popular. Um. He's a large. He's a large Jewish, Jewish man. Viking. Yeah. He's tall and handsome and funny. He's into toys. He's one of us. It's good. Yeah. He's funny and he's one cool. of us. We're very excited. Cool. Is, is he just presenting or is he going to do a, like a little monologue where he's going to roast some yeah, of the people? Yes, he's going to do, a, yes, he's gonna <laughs> do some bits. Yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. Now, the, the only way you can get into the Designer Toy Awards is to have the VIP pass. Are there still VIP passes available? There are many, that's for sure. Okay. Um, handful. Want to tell our listeners uh, maybe a little bit about it and how to purchase it and what's all comes with it? Yeah, totally. So the VIP pass is super awesome this year, and we're really excited because you get an exclusive erosion mini erosion molly 
from Instinct Toy, and it's gold and sparkly and super special. And you have to attend the event to get your VIP pass. So it's it's going to be rare. Um, there's only 300 total VIPs. It's the only way to get into the Design and Toy Awards on Friday as a collector or a fan. Okay. You know, if you're a nominee or part of the industry, that's different. But if you're a, um, just a collector, then that's the only way to get in. Um, you get into five points an hour earlier than anybody else. Um, you get ticket to the Saturday night party. Oh, can I say you one get... thing about being able to get in early? Yes. So there are a lot of exclusives that are only going to be able to be purchased by VIPs because they're in such limited numbers yeah. that they will be gone. If you are not a VIP, <laughs> you will not good. get these exclusives. Lace up it's your true. running shoes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I also think Toya keeping 30 lottery tickets as an impact for VIPs. So you have to be a VIP for 30 of VIPs. Oh, that's nice. I didn't know about that. That's an advantage uh, I hadn't heard about with the VIP pass. So uh, now that we know who's hosting the event, what the venue is for the event, is there anything else you want to tell us about the Design of Toy Awards? I'm really excited about this year's awards. I don't think when we started, we couldn't have imagined being eight years in. <laughs> yeah. I remember thinking like, wow, if we make it to five years, that'll be yeah, pretty special. And, and now so, we're like 10 years. And Whoa. it's like, it's like <laughs> yeah. we're, we're eight Staring years. Staring down the barrel of 10. Staring down the barrel of okay. 10. Um, no, I'm just, I think that this year there was a lot, so many amazing artists and it's creativity were, were involved. I think that the representation was fantastic. This year we added way more people to the um, committees. So we had much bigger groupings of people discussing the, the nominations to finalists. And it took a really long time this year. And every aspect we- was totally fully discussed and turned upside down and can we just even like go into discussing like that one committee that which was one? like up down and oh, around the, the best of Fubi committee is now best of Miranda final. almost the, that committee the best of Fubi committee almost broke Miranda <laughs> it was intense <laughs> this year it was definitely intense because you know, it's, it's difficult now with so much stuff final being made in China it's difficult to discern but well, what's the Fubi? What's roller casted? What's slush casted? What's this? What's that? So, and so there was a lot of discussion about how to judge that category. And actually, out of that conversation, we actually finally cracked that conversation in a way that we'll we'll have a big announcement about next year. Next year's DTAs, so that that entire category yeah. gets reformulated. Yeah. In a, in a way that I personally, as someone who loves Safubi, yeah. the the change that we're going to make next year, I think is phenomenal and I'm so happy yeah. about it. And I think I there's, there's going to be a lot of people who I think get recognized and uh, celebrated who have just ca- kind of been overlooked just yeah. because of the structure of that category. I mean, this year we added Best Production Sculpt too, just to try and recognize some of the sculptors out there that wouldn't necessarily get their names on an award. Um, like so that's George. Interesting. Like George, yeah. So that's, that's interesting. And I think that's going to grow over the years too. I want to know a little more about this committee that decides, goes over the nominations and yeah. finally decides who's going to be like the top nine or 12 finalists for the designer toy Awards. So how many people are on the committee and then are there different people, are, are there different people for different groups or does yeah. everyone get a say on every but, category? So historically we've run it that, that most of the committees were different, but what you end up with is too much crossover and not enough discussion over the overarching the categories. So this year we did it slightly differently and had much bigger committees for every category, which made the discussions much longer and much more in-depth, which was a great turnout, I thought, in the end. Um, we have about, I think there's about 30 or 35 people in total across the committees. And then it's broken down depending on like who's in the committees and where there could be any kind of conflict of interest. So, you know, if we have artists on the panels, they're excluded from any of the categories that they could influence or be nominated in. So if you're if you're nominated in the category, you're definitely already taken out of that category. But if you have a bias, you're also taken out. So there's a lot of going into them, making sure that the, the bias is removed as much as possible. And you know, you're always going to have some bias, but we try and load it so that it balances out. Okay, that's interesting. So, so how do you discern the bias then? Is it you kind of recognize who's pals with people, like who's worked with what companies and that sort of stuff? Yeah, we look at like who they're working for, what they've made, you know, where they fit in the desired toy world, what they collect. You know, we have collectors on the 
that on the categories too. So we also this year we merged public and pro together, which I thought was super interesting because it's always difficult to get collectors to talk about the nominations in a way that they feel comfortable or to even like really get involved and in depth in like, well, what does this mean? What does this category mean? And what, and what can we add to it? So it was really good to see the way that the pros and the collectors interacted with each other and the difference that they brought to the discussion. That was really great this year, I have to say. Now, does it go smoothly or does it ever get heated? Does it? Uh... Oh, it gets very heated. It gets very <laughs> heated. You know, everybody on the committee is under NDA, so they feel that they can talk without any repercussions, which yeah. is super important. And, you know, people are allowed to say whatever they think in those committees and, you know, try and discuss the categories and just discuss the merits of the pieces of every piece or every artist that's involved in it and really try and, you know, crack it down because it's very difficult to reduce hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of nominations down and down and down. And so it's a voting system that we discuss the categories, we discuss the merits, we take out any that aren't like supposed to be in the categories, put them in the right categories. If they're in the wrong year, remove them. And then they discuss every one and then we vote on them. And then the votes are also weighted based on how many people voted for it too, to try and make it as fair as possible. Okay. So Miranda, how does a collector get on the committee? Ah, well, we usually just, we usually contact people. Oh, okay. but we're, we're also open to people that say like, hey, you know, I've been collecting for this long and I, you know, I have a strong opinion and I'd really like to get involved. We're always open to adding more people. The more people that we can have that have a, an interest and a experience in it, the better because, you know, the more discussion we can have, the better the pool of finalists will be. Cool. I was just curious. You know, another thing I'm curious. No, not that I'm volunteering. You're just asking, you were just asking for a friend. <laughs> Curiosity is all. But, um, you know, another thing I'm curious about, we were actually, you know, Gary and I are data junkies. And so we're always talking about data related stuff. And I was just curious, do you know, when you're doing the fan votes, um, yeah. you know, are you are you analyzing like how many votes come in and how global or world worldwide they are? Like, is that something that you all are tracking at all? We don't analyze it. We do have all that data if we wanted to, but we don't tend to track it. The only time we really look at it is if one vote seems to be abnormally high. Then we'll dig a little deeper and try and figure out, you know, what's going on with that. But um, on the whole, we just keep an eye to make sure that everything seems, you know, has, has anybody ever bought a click farm and they got like 50,000 more votes than somebody else? We've had that happen in the past, for sure. <laughs> no, are you serious? I was joking. Yeah, yeah. no, no, we've had that happen in the past. We, 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 we just behind the scenes disqualify those votes. That's crazy that someone would do that. What's also interesting about the nomination committees is that everyone's in different time zones. So the conversations always oh. happen at strange times. Like we, we run these big group chats. And the kind of rules are like you have 24 hours to catch up. And after, after 24 hours, if you don't get involved in the conversation, then the vote will happen whether or not you discuss it. And if you discuss it, then the vote it keeps being discussed until everyone's finished talking about it. So you can have people that are like up at three o'clock in the morning chatting to us all who is like nine o'clock over here. So it's really, it's really interesting from that perspective. Okay. Can I do also, let me just add that all of the people that take part in the nomination committee, I really want to thank them because they do dedicate a lot of time to it. It's not like this, like, oh, I'll just add my votes in. It's really time consuming. And it was a good solid three weeks this time of every day in-depth discussions about every category. That's crazy. That's a long time. Yeah. Can I say yeah. one last thing about the Designer Toy Awards? Yes. That's it. Yeah, this is the last thing I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> For the record, I also just want to reiterate that Clutter only participates in choosing the Lifetime Achievement Award and the, and the Hall of okay. Fame. Yeah. And otherwise, we are just the stewards of the, the process. Yeah, it's true. And I understood. The committee will tell you the same thing. Okay, I guess that makes sense. So. In addition to being just stewards of the information, I've also noticed that you have to omit yourselves from being anything that you've had your hand in or helped produce can't be a finalist as well, right? So, like, let's say someone nominated the DTA Dunny series. Like, the panel probably decides that that cannot make it as a finalist because you guys had your hand in it, right? Yes, yes, it was in there, and there was a lengthy discussion about whether that should be allowed or not allowed. 
because not mm. only could I have a hand in it, it had the Designer Toy Awards name on it. Right. But on the flip side of that, it was a really great series, and all the artists designed the dummies. Like, we didn't do that. So, you know, it, that was a difficult one to take out, but the integrity of it was but that we needed to take it out. All yeah. those people are already winners. They are. No, it makes sense. No, it's just, I get it, but also at the same time, it's just kind of not fair because you all make great stuff or are involved in great stuff, and it should be included. Yeah, but so here's a good one. Like the Octo Dunny, that was nominated, but we took it out of the of the even conversation because it just looks suspicious. If we, if we were to win an award for that as best resin, <laughs> it would just look so suspicious. Can you imagine the outcry, Teresa? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just not worth. It's really yeah. not worth to be involved. Like we feel honored to participate in in the Design Toy Awards and to be given those awards to artists, and we don't want to have that we already have that enough with people think that we like just give them out to our friends or whatever like that's, a, that's it's hard enough do you watch Grey's Anatomy yeah it's unfortunate I get it it's just unfortunate do you guys watch Grey's Anatomy nobody watches Grey's Anatomy apart from oh, fuck. <laughs> no, I have I've no. not watched in a very long okay, time yeah. Isn't it? there's a storyline about this but hey, whatever. <laughs> there is there, there is, is. It's true. there is true if you watch Grey's Anatomy I'll let you know yeah just call me. If you're watching Grey's Anatomy, call me. <laughs> I have one more one more data question, Gary. Okay. I know you don't analyze it, but yeah. do you know like do you are you willing to disclose roughly how many fan votes there are oh overall? My God. I have no idea off the top of my head. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. So like, like to- tens to- of thousands? Total votes? Or no, votes per category? Yeah, that's a good question. Just overall, like how many people vo- tend to come in and vote? I'm just curious how how broad it is. Like if it's like a thousand or like ten thousand or. I don't even know what's up in my head. Who's the poor sucker that has to tally all these up? Yeah, well, it does it automatically. We just I mean the first look at the, results. the first year. I remember, like, I don't think we've looked since, like, we haven't looked at totals since we were trying to impress people in yeah. the first couple of years, and it was in the tens of thousands yeah. in terms of total voting. But I, I don't think we've, like, we haven't put together a media packet in so long. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Now we just look at it. We have a fancy report system now that just pulls out a report and, it, and, and it tells, tells us, us, like, the, the winners in, in order. And if anything's suspicious, it doesn't really tell us. Anything. If somebody has, like, 30,000 votes and somebody else has 500 votes, we're like, well, that's a suspicious Thing happening, thing happening. yeah. Sure. But that would be an interesting thing for us to look into more, Teresa, for sure. I'm just curious. I also wonder too. Like Gary and I were talking about how Playhouse came in and took Best Store, and it felt like it came out of nowhere. So it seemed like there's a lot of folks over from Asia or what have you participating in this. Um, so it seems more world worldwide potentially than you know I may have originally figured. So I don't know. I'm just curious yeah. to know. We're trying really hard to promote it to be more worldwide too because Best Toy Story is a good example of like how we're trying to get nominations from outside of the US because it's difficult and it's difficult when people are voting mainly in the US because it's an English language site so you know there are definitely things that that we need to do to encourage that yeah no I think it's great I I definitely want it to be more brought over and include everyone so yeah yeah, we're always looking for suggestions and we're open to, you know, making it the best we can always. So we always listen to feedback. That's cool. So the other thing that's super exciting about the Designer Toy Awards is that Kid Robot is sponsoring the Breakthrough Artist category for the seventh year. In a, seventh year? Yeah. And they're, we're doing a, uh, a really awesome thing at the Brooklyn Bazaar venue where we're having the 20-inch dunny that represents our partnership with Kid Robot that all the Breakthrough Artists who have won have signed. And whoever wins the Breakthrough Artist Award this year will be you know, uh, signing the 20-inch dunny, but it's going to be on display the whole time at the award ceremony. And we're super excited about that. And we're really, really grateful to Kid Robot and everything they provided for us over the years. And also, the fourth DTA dunny show is happening at Five Points this year. And there's a gallery booth dedicated to the DTA Dunny show this year. So, again, I just want to thank Kid Robot and everything that uh, they provide for the Breakthrough Artist and for the DTA Dunny show because there's 
it's really incredible. They give us so many toys for people to customize. It's wonderful. And this year is awesome because uh, previously it had been pretty much only 8-inch and 20-inch. Mm -hmm. And this year there's 8-inch, 5-inch, 20-inch. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different sizes that people are working on. So really cool things are coming back. Yeah. Nice, nice. I should point out that we also talked about the DTA Dunny show a few weeks back, and it was we also mentioned it was primarily 20-inch and 8-inch Dunnies used in the previous events, and I think we might have said none, and uh, we definitely heard from the Dunny collectors that we were wrong on that. They said that 5 inches were introduced uh, at the New York Comic-Con one. Yeah, New York Comic-Con was the first time the 5-inch one had actually been seen. Okay. It was the first time it had been yeah. customized. It was the first time yeah, anything had happened with it. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so that was Just that was the, the kind of launch of the of the five inch platform. So it's, it is not new that we're adding the five inches, but it, historically it's mainly been the twenty inches and the eight inches. Now historically, okay. the past couple of years, the winner of the breakthrough category also then went on to have a be included into a Dunny series or get an individual Dunny. Is that the case for the winner this year? That is yes. the case this okay. year too. Yes. Cool. And we will have an exclusive colorway of the. Pablo Adorables, Danny, for five yes, points. which was the breakthrough artist from last year. Yeah. Yep. What? You. <laughs> what? We just, this is Leaks and Sneaks Peaks now. This is Leaks and Sneaks. This is. is quick Leaks and Sneaks Peaks. Well, let's do that. Then. So why don't you guys tell us like what some of your exclusives are or what, are, what some exclusives come into the event are? Exclusives? Oh, my God. So I'm we, not telling you. <laughs> we, have, um, we have a Restore exclusive. Um, so we'll be having the first U.S. release of the four figures that were just premiered at TTE. Um, we have a Mr. Self-Indulgent colorway from Martian Toys and War, which is super exciting. It's, we'll the, have it's, the, berry, it's yeah. the berry pink. The berry pink. <laughs> Don't call it pink berry. Don't call it pink berry. We'll get It's very cool. So we're excited to have that there. We are going to have the Horrible Adorables Dunny colorway. Wow. We're going to have a Kakaki Toys exclusive oh so excited about that i want one that's gonna be so cool um teresa do you know kakaki toys i do not know should i know google, google. how do i spell oh, how do i spell k-i-k-a-k-e 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 kakaki K-I-K-K-A-K-E. <laughs> it's the monkey people. Yes, they did make monkeys. Now they're making balloon sex, like, uh, sex doll. Balloon, blow up doll. Oh, oh that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. That thing turned out amazing. I mean, I haven't seen it in hand, but I've seen the photos, and I can't believe that's actually just a soft vinyl toy or some Fubi toy because it really does. It really resembles a, like a blow-up doll. Oh, it's, it's so cool. Just, it's mind-blowing. And when the you see them in the flesh, yeah. they're just amazing. They we were in the gallery the other day, and Kyle stopped and looked at it. He goes, it's amazing how much that looks like a Mylar balloon. It's like, totally just unreal. Yeah. You have to pick it up and go, like, wow, this is actually <laughs> hard. Actually yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Um, what else do we have? Yo, there's a there's a premiere of an oh. unbelievable new toy by American oh Gross. God, yeah. That weirdo, yeah. fucking American Gross. He can go S to Hate D. That guy. Yeah, that so, guy's a so we we've been working closely with uh, DC Collectibles. <laughs> so late oh, this night. is so awesome, actually. <laughs> yeah. To um, well, send you some pictures of this one. We've we've been working really closely with our friends at DC to make our own. Um, licensed double, Batman, double-cast double Batman. Batman. So we're super excited about that one. I don't know, I actually previewed it on our live feed on Saturday night for yeah. the gallery show, which a few people picked up. Um, so we're, we'll send you pictures of that because that's super exciting. Sweet. If you like Batman, it's awesome. It's yeah. so awesome. If you want to ask that guy American Gross about it, we can, you know. Okay. Yeah, we can get you on the bat phone. <laughs> Well, we have American Gross on the line, right? Yes. Y yes. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> yeah, no, but thank you, DC Collectibles. It's incredible, the opportunity to uh, make a Batman. That's awesome. Congrats on that, Josh. Yeah. yeah. Um, so should we talk about any other exclusives coming to the event that we know of? Like anything that's non-clutter related? Comet Debris is bringing several amazing exclusives, of which there will only be five a day. Wow. So the VIPs Ooh. are taking those home. The yeah. one, Teresa, you would be really into this one. It's called Tofu Kid. 
Uh, he's yes. a little clear red Safubi piece with his tongue sticking out. It's the tongue is purple. And he's got a little green hat on. It's it's adorable. So he's a cool. cyclops. It's oh. like so cool and so cute. Sarah, trust me, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw this one. I was like, got to talk about this one because Teresa's gonna love it. I know. I I'm like anxiously like foaming at the mouth, waiting for post to finally come out, and I'm slowly starting to see people release posts on Instagram of the things they're bringing. But it's like, I want more because I've got to do, y'all know I've talked about it. I do this whole spreadsheet thing. I rent, uh, rack and stack and figure it all out. Wow. Yeah, like, I think there's going to be a flood at the last minute of just like awesome stuff yeah. that's coming. Yeah, it's what always happens. So yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, we're excited for all of our Japanese vendors that are coming back and, you know, all of the all of the vendors that are traveling. I, from, but, I interrupted you. You were talking about the VIP pass. I just wanted to make that point. Oh, I, I think... Want, uh, but for people who are listening to the podcast, you might want to go back to the topic. <laughs> just, trying to help, to just trying to help moderate. Um, yeah, you get a fancy lemon and rest, you get with VIPs. Uh, goodie bag. So there's going to be an extra bag in term with the uh, with the erosion molly. You'll get sort of swag. Lagunitas is throwing some stuff in. Yeah. There's um. Whoa, be cool. Oh, oh, that segues us to beer. It does. Yes. So. Oh wait. Going on. Five oh, wait. Be amazing. Yes. So this in little the, swag the, bag. Yes, there's there's really amazing beer stuff in that swag bag too. Is there a black and white cookie? Oh, that was last year. No, I don't know whether you like cookies. We better get on that. No, black and white, white cookies in New York. As a native New Yorker, white... black and white cookies are not good. They're gross. So can, can I say <laughs> the one one the one thing that I'm super excited about that's go, in the that's in the VIP bag is the <laughs> the limited edition five points beer glass. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, everyone gets a every VIP attendee gets a uh, gets a beer glass shaped like a can with art by CZ on it. Oh, yeah. cool! Yeah, that's nice. cool. I like it. That sounds like a good goodie yeah. bag. We're excited about the goodie bags. We think they're going to be really good. The erosion molly knocks it out of the park. Yeah, that was nice. Like, that's a beautiful piece. People from all over the world are like, hey, can I buy 25 VIP tickets and then you'll mail me the toy? <laughs> like, no, we can't do that. Like, if, if I come and my friend can't come, but I bought a ticket for my friend, can I still pick can up a... pick it up? <laughs> yeah. No. no. Everyone has to have an ID. Like, you need to be there in person to get this toy. So what happens if someone doesn't show up and, and claim their VIP pass? We send we you, send- Gary... The extra mini erosion <laughs> Awesome. Can you get me the, the email list of all those 25 people that contacted you? <laughs> okay, so, so that, we're, on, we're on Saturday, Five Points Fest. So the, uh, the pass yeah. gets you in an hour early. What else can yeah. we expect at the venue? I know I saw Super Plastic is involved somehow, but they don't have a booth. Is their involvement only the panel? They, the four foot janky will be on display. They will be on the panel. And they will be wandering around. And yeah, and they'll be encouraging people to unlock the challenge. So okay. how are we gonna find out? Okay, so like, how well, am I gonna know well, what that is? It will be revealed. Can Wait. I just say the one <laughs> reason I think a, one reason I and probably That's maybe Teresa and a lot of other people thought that May fifteenth we actually gonna be able to click and actually purchase super plastic toys is because we saw janky on the five points poster oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the beans. there's something else there yeah like, why is it on the poster it's not an actual like physical toy yet and the one on the poster has sleeves <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's funny yeah <laughs> would you look at that we're looking at a poster when we say this i feel like yeah, we're, really- we're just we're, we're at the loop on this one, Gary. There's if you want to know what the original janky image looked like, look at the, look poster. At the poster. He had a little sleep. Because we had the poster created before Interesting. the design was finalized. Well, that's a nice little Easter huh. egg. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm curious. So last year, I know there were a lot of signings and stuff. So is there a plan for certain signings at certain booths at certain times this year again? There are a lot of that information is still coming in. We have Kaori right. signing an ad booth and releasing some awesome Morrises. If you if you follow the Five Points Fest hashtag, there's a lot of vendors who are revealing their signing schedules as we get closer to the date. Okay. Um, so 
personally, Clutter can tell you the signings they're doing uh, at that booth. And other than that, it's it's coming in. Um, we know that a bunch of there's a ton of people coming in from Japan yeah. um, and a bunch of signings going on specifically in like the Safubi area. Yes. Um, there'll be lots of stuff happening there, which again leads back to the VIP tickets because you'll need one to check any of that out because otherwise they'll all be gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what so, is- no, sorry, Gary, but so uh, are a lot of the signings going to be on a booth by booth basis or are you going to have a list collectively you've compiled that I could find on like the five points website um there will be on a booth by booth basis but we're going to put as much of that information together as we can beforehand it also depends on okay. the vendors getting that information yeah. to us okay cool yeah okay cool now one thing that i've noticed that's a little bit different from last year is i was looking through the vendor list and it seemed like this year there's not as much of a comic presence as there was last year yeah is that something that's changing going forward for the event there definitely was a little bit more of a comic present last last year than there is this year. Um, we had to scale the comics back a little bit due to the venue that we're in this time. Okay. Um, so we'll probably add more comics back in again next year, but we definitely had to change that up a little bit this year. Okay. You know, I noticed Fye is a booth this year. They are. Um, is that just an attempt to kind of relate more to the comic side, or is there... They're going to make a big play in the design of Toy World. Oh. So they've yeah. changed gears. Yeah. We're, ex- we're excited for that because, you know, the, there aren't many big real, re- you know... Retailers. retailers. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I was going to say realtors. I'm so tired. <laughs> there aren't any big realtors selling houses anymore. No. <laughs> big, you know, selling, selling, you know, Virgin went... Borders when all of those big guys that used to sell stuff. Yeah, no, FYE is rebranding, not rebranding, but repositioning themselves as a player in the designer toy world. Huh. With, with original toys, know. or are they going to be picking up like exclusive colorways of other people's stuff? Or are they doing original toys? I don't know the full extent of their strategy, but they are picking up lots and lots of exclusive. colorways and exclusives. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Now, I'm, I'm curious. So, I don't know much about FYE, but from what I've heard about it, it sounds like they mainly sell like comic-related stuff, pop culture toys, and didn't have a designer toy presence. So what what will they have at their booth at Five Points Fest? Will it just be what they their stores carry, or will it be narrowed down to what they do designer toy-wise? Should we could reveal our, the thing we're doing. That's not with FYE, is it? Yeah. Which thing? The... I'm intrigued. We'll just leave it that way. I'm very intrigued now. I feel like originally I was like, oh, FYE, okay, that's like comic stuff. But now I'm like, oh, I need to go see what's up. I'm intrigued. I mean, they haven't announced, so I'm not going <laughs> to. Okay, so look forward to future designer toy news from FYE. It sounds like yeah. they're they're going to be a new player in the game, people. So this is they're exciting. They're in the process of pivoting That's right now. That's amazing that we're breaking that news right here. There's a, there's Marshall Toy Hour. Yes. Woo-hoo. Okay. Um, will there be an ATM on site? There will. Yes. Nice. Okay. It's even it's marked on the floor plan as it well. Is. It's Sweet. in the floor Okay. It's right near registration. Can I talk about season? So you were you were talking about the size of the the venue or the um the you know the comic area, Gary. But do you feel like overall, compared to last year, is it bigger in size, the amount of booths, or is it about the same? Um. So it's it has more outdoor space this year yes. than last year. Um, the, the, the comic toy switch was not about the size of the venue. It was just about the rules and regulation of the venue for this year. But the venue is really pretty. It's all glass. It's really airy. It's bright. I think people are going to really dig this venue. It's a yeah. gorgeous venue. It's beautiful. You know, so last year's venue was awesome too, but this one's, you know, it could be even prettier. It's so beautiful. So are you all, you know, I know last time we talked, you know, we were talking a lot about the headaches and struggles of the, the venue you had. Do you feel like it's gone a lot better this year with this well, new venue? Yeah, I mean, we're not in Manhattan, so it's different <laughs> rules. Like, as soon as you step off the island, 
you get it it just frees a lot of things up like it's a lot more relaxed yeah there's there's no union okay. in brooklyn for instance like it's, it's, there's just a lot of things when you're in new york city that you can't do so that's definitely definitely much easier and much more helpful it's also the ability to have everything within walking distance like last yeah. year you had the venue for the event like way on the east river and then in the east like you know, two miles away from that was the venue for the DTAs, and then way in Midtown was the venue for the after party. And this year, you can walk to everything, and yeah. it's awesome. Oh, that's good. Yeah, right. that'll be great. Our after so, party. Uh, yeah, yeah, I want to get to the after party, but I'm curious. So, you know, uh, of all the booths, like FYE is a new one to me. Are there any others that you feel like are worth mentioning that weren't there last year oh, that are new vendors oh this my year? Goodness. Oh, oh my, my goodness! goodness. Um, Toki Doki. Okie dokie, yeah, they have their own booth this year, they which do. is awesome. Simone signed at Twitter last year, but Tokidoki were not there. So we're excited to have them this year. Um, Unbox Industries are going to have their own booth this year, which is also exciting. What, what, what was the last time Unbox was in New York? With yeah. A booth? I, never? Never. So that's great. Welcome to New York. <laughs> I'm joking. Dan's always in town, but they've just yeah. never had a booth in New York. So that's super cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and also, I have to pull it up. Yeah, Black Book. I don't think Black Book has ever had a, ever had a booth in New York before. No, Planet X too. Yeah. And, uh, the Hakaba Gallery is in from Japan. It's the first time they've ever had a booth outside of the country of Japan. Yeah. Yeah. It's their first time in the U.S. So that one's really huge. They're going to be in with Skull Toys and Punk Drunkers. And and Milk Boy Toys. Yeah. So that's going to be a fun and definitely a VIP booth because yeah. you will not get anything if you're not in there that first hour. It'll be like last year where they sold all their exclusives and just slept for the rest of the day. And then they nap. In their booth. So if you want to take pictures of Japanese men napping, that's yeah. the booth. It's booth number 327. You can go check them out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know last year there was no food and drink allowed in the actual, you know, the, the booth area. Is that the same case with this year? So if you go outside and you get alcohol or food from the food trucks, can you bring that inside? To be honest, we haven't decided the answer to this question yet. And it's because of like, well, if we let people wander around with food and beer and they spill beer, then we have to do cleanup. So it's probably just easier to keep all the beer outside. We have a VIP bar in the panel room. Yeah, but that's it. You're only drinking in that little room. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That all makes sense. Because I know last year as a vendor, there's a few times where I go out to the food trucks and a guard was preventing me from coming back in with my food and taking it back to my booth. So as a vendor, it would be nice to have that exception as, you know, vendors only maybe could take the food back to their to their booths. Yeah. Vendors will absolutely be allowed to eat at their booths. Yes. We're not going to have that issue again. Okay. No one is going to get stopped by security and yelled at because no. that was mean and stressful. Oh. Yeah. Okay. yeah, and then speaking of food too, like we also have Cafe Grumpy this year. You have coffee. Yes. Last year we had no coffee. So we have a coffee vendor. Oh, going. I know yeah. you were asking. Yeah. So there's going to be... Endless coffee. Because nice. last year before coming to the RV and I was making them coffee. Yeah. So oh, wow. this year though, people can buy coffee. I'll still make you coffee. If you come to the RV, I will make you coffee. Yeah. So what what we do is we provide buy we provide coffee for the vendors first thing in the morning, just so that they can all get their hit first thing on us. And then this year we're excited to have Kathy Grumpy be there the whole time. So. Now Kathy cool. Grumpy, that's Andrew Bell's sister's company, right? Yes, it is. Oh, awesome. yeah. That's exactly what it is. Very cool. So we're talking about food. I know last year the, one of the big hits with food was all the food trucks. I know you're doing food trucks again this year, right? We yeah. are. Uh, there's going to be three to four trucks a day. We have all over the place. So there's Asian fusion, there's Mexican, there's really fancy grilled cheeses. Uh, there's an Ethiopian truck coming, which I think is going to be really cool. I've dark- never had Ethiopian. Have you, Teresa? Nope. Ethiopian I- food is really good. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, there's going to be little made-to-order donuts. Oh, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, so there's going to be there's going to be lots of awesome things, lots of awesome food. Um, and out there is also where our beer garden is going to be, and we've got a bunch of exclusive beer stuff. I know you guys aren't super into beer, but a lot of people are. We are. Uh, obviously. We're very um, excited about the beer. So we're... <laughs> Uh, we're super excited about the beer. Can we talk about the beer now? Yes, let's talk about the beer. Yeah, talk about so, the beer. Starting with beer, Lagunitas is the most amazing sponsor in the universe. True. True. And they're taking care of us as an organization, which is wonderful. Uh, they're sponsoring the Designer Toy Awards, and they're also sponsoring our live painting events, which will be going on all weekend long in the courtyard outside. 
and Lagunitas will be on tap all weekend. So thank you, Lagunitas. We have basically an, an anointed CZ, our beer master artist for the year. Yeah, that's CZ13Art on Instagram. CZ has worked with us to design a an original beer with Six Points Brewery. I'm making we're making so much news tonight. It's yeah, crazy. It's, yeah. it's uh it's called the beer that is being made with six points is called Equal Measures. And it was designed by CZ with the brewmaster at six points. With the head brewer Marcus. Yeah. Wow. Which is super exciting. Cool. It's a it's a hazy New England style AP, IPA with notes of candied orange, grapefruit, and mango. And it's unbelievably limited for the beer fans who came last year. There was a lot of complaint that our six-point beer, which was a sour last year, sold out immediately. Yeah. Um, so this year we're scheduling the tappings, and we'll be posting it on social media, both us and six-point, so you'll know when the beer is being tapped so no one shows up and is like, can I try that beer? And it's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. We're making sure that doesn't happen this year. It, it will run oh. out. It will run it out. Will run out but it's going to run out periodically. Yes. So you will... You'll have a better chance of trying it this year than you did last year. That's and um, right. on top of that, to help keep it keep everything flowing smoothly, Six Point has also provided us with a backup beer that's going to be limited edition, but not it's not exclusive, but also very small batch. So for anyone who's super into beer, they can come out and try that as well, which is going to be awesome. That's right. So all the beer is on tap, or? Well, we've also got a special can. Yes, which yes. is an exclusive mm -hmm. limited edition can made specifically four five points with featuring artwork by CZ and it's called Smoked Guru and it features CZ's guru character that he uh, is part of his uh, street art and it's a smoked pilsner. Huh. If I it's, wanted to, Josh, I could just buy that can and take it with me? Yeah. Yes. yes. And it's, it's brewed by Kings County Brewing Co-op or KCBC Collective, uh, and they're the most awesome guys, and they worked really closely with us to uh, help us create this can specifically for Five Points. And it's beautiful. Like The can looks super badass. All of KCBC's cans are really, really cool, but this one is particularly badass. We're yeah. really excited about it. Cool. So I noticed there's one other company, Threes Brewing, on the yeah. vendor map. So what's their role? Threes is managing our entire bar set up for the event both the, the outdoor bar the vip and the after party and the after so ah, okay. they, so they're a really high-end amazing brewery in brooklyn and they have a bar just down the block from the venue th from the brooklyn expo center so we're doing our after party at the threes bar which is two blocks from the venue and they're just being the most amazing people. They're helping us run everything and make sure that the beer side of this event lives up to uh, the toy side of the event. Yeah. There's going to be some serious hangovers on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Monday. People are going to drink We're through drink the weekend. We're going to drink all the yeah. way, yeah, all the way through. So you'll also be able to, you know, get some of the Three's Brewing beer there, too. That's right. They're yeah, they're going to have a couple of lines as well. Yeah. So it's going to be... There's going to be a lot of really delicious and limited edition beer, which is going to be really awesome. Very and cool. we're going to have cocktails for those that don't drink beer. Uh, and we're going to have coffee for those that drink, don't drink alcohol. Right, and non-alcoholic drinks available at the outdoor bar as well. Um, and then for VIPs, there'll be hard alcohol. And we'll probably have some sort of wine punch, like a sangria, available for non-beer drinkers. Heck yes. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And if you ask for water, you know what happens to you. <laughs> I will be yeah. in line at the Make Your Own Donuts. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fun. So you mentioned the after party as at a bar. So you can talk a little bit more about that and the that venue and what else going on there? Yeah, it's a super beautiful space. It's super close to uh, the event. There'll be food available. It's not going to be like last year, everything was very spread out. There was bowling and that was awesome. But no one could really talk to each other because you couldn't find anyone else. So this is very intimate. We have total takeover of the space. And so it's just going to be people who love toys people who we love hanging out and having an awesome time. We're going to have curated music and there's food right. and yeah. The, uh, the music will be curated by Lord Kimchi, Cliff Cho, for those who know uh, the owner of Fat Buddha Bar uh, in East Village. And the food's going to be amazing. 
So it's just going to be a great part. It's a really pretty space. We're really, really excited about it. And again, the walking distance is huge because mm-hmm. <laughs> traveling to Times Square last year was exhausting. <laughs> What's so, the entry fee for the VIP party? I know it's included with the VIP pass, but let's say some people can't get the VIP pass. Can are vendors allowed to get in or what's the what's the entrance fee? Why are you asking us that question? Because <laughs> I know how last year went down. I know a lot of vendors were like have I told thought they you could that, get in for free and have I, have I told you that at the after party, Hug G and I will be doing a strip tease. <laughs> <laughs> and I got I got money in my pocket for that, but I still want to know before how much is gonna cost me to get into the after party. It's, it's well, priceless, Gary. Well, it's priceless. I'm covered, but VIP's someone who's getting didn't free. <laughs> okay. VIP is getting free. Public is $20. And, and then vendors, vendors is, is a, a question mark. Is a, is a nod and a wink. Gotcha. I know so, last year vendors got in by saying they were on Josh Kimberg's list, <laughs> and that worked. If you're paying attention to this podcast right now and you're a vendor and you say you're on Josh Kimberg's list, you're fine. You're fine. Just- <laughs> <laughs> it seems silly to not. Like why? Not to knock on decom, but the after party was got really weird last year. Like we thought we could get in, but it was very weird, and like no one was allowed unless you were very specifically allowed to. And I'm like, why'd you do that? So yeah, we couldn't get in. So we yeah, totally so. we all went up and then and then they were like, no, and it was weird. Right. It was it was just weird. So I I I think letting it be open to anyone and everyone is great. If you have to pay to get in because you didn't get VIP, no problem. Fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like that's kind of the whole point of these kind of events is not just to meet collectors, but to meet the artists and vendors and everyone that you're into. So, yeah, no. And just, I mean, for, for us, you know, decon and five points are, it's like little reunions. Like it's fun to see everyone. It's like, thanks. It's like, it's like like, like Friendsgiving. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So the, you mentioned there'll be food there. Is it provided or do you have to pay for it? You have to pay for it. It's, it's a la carte okay. thing. The, the kitchen will be open and you can order whatever you like off the menu. Okay. It's New York. Kyle's just, again, Kyle's sitting here just quietly saying things behind the computer that we're all looking at. Yeah. Like, like it's New York. Like, yeah. It's, it, this, that's the kind of the problem. Like, what you're saying about having, like, just a big open space for vendors and fans and things to mingle. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that's what we would love in a dream world, too. But, you know, we're in Brooklyn on a Saturday night in June. There's not really that many spaces that are just like, yeah, you can take over this party for less than $20,000. Like, so, you know, you have to balance that because New York's expensive. But yeah, but honestly, our feeling is like for an after party, we wanted it to be intimate. We thought that people hanging out and having a good time together was more important than bells and whistles. So we think the the after party will be definitely more intimate, but still fun. And there's an area where dancing might happen. Uh oh! Yeah, I'm no, trying to convince everyone to do karaoke, but I keep Maybe getting I'll shot down. Maybe I make it to the after party this year. Last year I had a complete meltdown. <laughs> you were texting. Me. I, had, I had a really big meltdown. I didn't make it to the after party on Saturday night, so I have no idea whether the after oh, party yeah. was good or not good last year. Yeah, I just had. I had a baby. Like, you just were like postpartum crazy. I was postpartum. I just spent like <laughs> all the time I had playing a festival, and then lost my mind. Yeah. But then you got Thai food. But you know, went back to the hotel. But you and know, you, me. you yeah, know who is going to break dance. At the after party, Huck, is it Rebel? Uh, Kano. Huck. <laughs> we just mentioned Hucky. Huck Where's the woes? Because like that's who you need. Me and hoes, woes, hoes, hoes and woes. <laughs> this We're this has really gone tired. off the rails. So <laughs> really I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead right now, and I'm just gonna go ahead and do the sponsors. So uh, for all your <laughs> designer toy wants, needs, and desires, we got two great stores for you: 3DRetro.com. And 3D Retro also has a beautiful brick-and-mortar location out there in Southern California. I think it's Burbank adjacent. So if you're out in the area, be sure to check that out. And also there is strangecattoys.com. Uh, load up your cart and be sure to use promo code SoTeresa at checkout. That's all one word, no space between So and Teresa. SoTeresa at checkout. And you will receive 10% off your entire order. And also something very cool that Strange Cat Toys is doing that I don't think any other toy retailers doing right now is they're offering like payment plans so if you're looking for that big ticket item or something comes out but you're also waiting for your paycheck but so all you have to do is pay half up front and then you can set up a payment plan to pay the, the remaining amount over the next 
few weeks or months. So that's something unique that they're doing over at StrangeCatToys.com. So that's really cool. So be sure to check that out. Um, also, for all your designer toy news, be sure to follow and like SpankyStokes.com and TheToyChronicle.com. And The Toy Chronicle also has a great app that you can use. Uh, be sure to download that at any one of your favorite app stores. All right, so are you guys ready? So we, let's get back and talking some more Five Points Fest. Yes. What can you tell us about the Outer Spaceman 50th anniversary? Oh, yeah, they have a lot going on, a lot of stuff. Um, they're going to have the premiere of their new 12-inch figure. They're going to have an 8-foot Rex on display. Wow. Um, it's super cool. It's super cool. So that will be a, a good a, photo up. 8-foot Rex was made by Clutter Studios. It was made. So, it was. so if you need your 8-foot tall toy made. <laughs> you want an 8-foot tall whooper looper? We got you know who to call. <laughs> okay. Put it in my um, Rolodex. Um, which is really cool because it, even though it's 8 feet tall, it still articulates. Yeah, yeah, that's it's great. Awesome. It's crazy. Did you guys paint it as well? Not yet, but Full? it's being painted right it's now. Being painted it right will now. be painted. Okay. It's being, it's being painted but, as we speak. But clutter, the, the, the clutter provides like a full fabrication service, the 3D printing, yeah. the molding, yeah. the painting, the full works. Awesome. Yes. That, the the two-handed battle mace for the Colossus Rex oh, it's a, it's will, a lethal could weapon. fucking kill you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's really, really dangerous. I fell on it twice and bled. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't know why I kept falling on it, but I did. Um, what else? There's so much going on that it's really hard for us to list it all, to right. be honest. Right. Um, Panel-wise, you mentioned that Huck and Paul Budness will be doing a panel. Are there any other panels lined up for the weekend? There are there more are. panels coming. They will be announced shortly. We're just finalizing the um, scheduling. And our guests. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Now, what about, I know some booths will do lotteries versus just selling straight at the booth. Like, do you have a list or, or do we just need to go to the individual yeah, vendors? It's, it's going to be on a vendor by vendor basis. We have no um, control over it. We don't. I know that Instinct Toy did some announcements about their lotteries, but I expect more to be forthcoming yeah. soon. Okay, so if people are into stuff, they need to go ahead and look at certain vendors ahead of time because it's possible... Yeah. You yeah. could be doing lotteries, and so if you don't do it ahead of time, you might not be able to actually get yeah. anything. Again, definitely cool. follow the Five Points Fest hashtag. A ton of people have been posting stuff under that with information. It's it's sort of a big... I can't think of the word for a large group of things. <laughs> a gonna, cacophony? It's almost <laughs> a, a repository? Yes, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a, a good word. <laughs> A conglomeration. A, cl- a conglomeration a con- of information. A, con- a congregation. But I mean, the, the, the bigger people that usually bring exclusives, you know, we just need to keep a track on, on their Instagrams, really. You know, My Plastic Heart, they're going to bound to be having some awesome drops. Tokidoki, you know, Unbox, Mighty Jacks, all of those guys, Propaganda, see what they're bringing. They just track them on their own feeds. Cool. I'm nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm scared that my list of wants is going to be <laughs> too big. Gary, I need your help. <laughs> I, you can enlist me for help. I will line up wherever you need me. Take away her wallet. <laughs> and give her a bunch uh, of Yeah, yeah, you, you have to be a little better than you were at Decon, where you did not help at all. <laughs> I helped the designer con. You helped me spend. You didn't help me stop from buying. Well, that's not, no, but that's I'm, I'm there to help you spend. I'm there here to help you acquire. Yeah, I know. Like, You're like my on-site mule. That's right. So, Teresa, if you want to come by the RV and just leave your wallet there for a couple of hours, you're allowed to. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. Tokyo have found to bring some cool stuff to. Yeah. You know, they've just been spending a lot of time in, in China at MD's new spot, so I'm sure they're going to come back with some oh. great things. A Thousand Toys are going to bring one of their great custom shows with them, so we're excited to see what they have on display. So there's going to be quite a few like great custom shows going on at the same time. There's going to be plenty of things to keep an eye out. And our 13 Carrot's going to have a great you know, bootleg show. He's featuring 20-something uh, 20, 20 artists. Yeah. It's so, a big show. So, oh. Who's the one that does the uh, the mapping? Decides who gets placed where? Well, we, we kind of do it's, it communally. It's like, a, it's like a wedding. Yeah, it is like a wedding. <laughs> do you try to keep it varied? Okay. No. Exactly what we don't try to do. What are you talking about? We do. We try. We we try and group some people together, and we vary some others. Hmm. It's a mixture. Okay. We try and have, make it make sense. 
yeah. and not to have like the weird uncle sitting next to like that cousin that smells cousin. weird. Yeah. Yeah. They should be separated. Spread them out. Okay. It's all typical, like a wedding, but yeah. it comes together, and then it then it makes sense once it makes sense. Right. Man, you guys are dropping lots of info. Uh, anything else that we haven't covered? Um. Nobody talks to us. No, no one you guys are working too hard. No one wants to bother you. The other thing that's really great is that we partnered with Brotherford Industries and Key yeah. University to bring together, you know, the next generation of toy designers, which is really cool. They've been working on a project which, you know, you're familiar with, Gary, because you did it last year with yep. Brian, mm-hmm. that, that he's going to bring his roller casting machines and they've been designing a project all year as part of their degree that they're going to bring to the floor of five points and, and roller cast on site for people. That's so cool. we're excited to provide, you know, we're providing them with the space so the students get that on hand experience of dealing with directly with collectors and, and talking to them about their designs. So we're excited for that too. That's going to yeah. be a really cool spot to hang out. And it's also the final stop on Kyle Kerwin's RV tour. This is the last place you will ever see it because it's being sold after five points. Oh, retiring the, the RV, retiring huh? Retiring the RV. So if anyone wants to see Kyle Kerwin's mobile studio or hang out in the little area we'll be setting up out front, this is the last, last time chance. you can do it. So you're going to be out front, not in the uh, the courtyard area? No, no, we'll, we'll be in the courtyard. We'll be in the courtyard. Okay. okay. Where are you going to be? Oh, we should put it on the floor. Yeah. It'll be added to the floor plan. Yeah. Kyle Kerwin's RV. Now that's going to be your actual booth setup, right? Like last year, you're going to be set up outside the RV. Yeah, that's going to be our booth or Kyle's booth. I'm just the helper monkey. <laughs> okay. Just, just going to be wearing like two hats. I'll lie. be wearing two hats. I'll have a five point staff shirt on and also be like selling Kyle's toys and I, just running around. We also have a really great artist alley this year again. So yeah, artist alley's killer. It's really great. And definitely like designer toy people are in there. Like yeah. Jellico's in there. Yeah. Kitchens um, in there. Pigeon doll, who when we were talking about the Vladana doll, that yes. um, that ball jointed doll artist we pointed you towards, he's amazing. Yes, he's amazing. He's going to be there. He's under the the name Pigeon Doll. Okay, um, his work's beautiful. Exactly. We have some great comic artists in there yeah. too, so it's going to be the artist alley is a good place to hang out. Don't miss out on that. Yeah. If anyone's bringing kids, we've got a an artist who worked on My Little Pony and a couple of other things yeah. who uh, is really excited to see small fans. So feel free to bring your children to Five Points Fest. Yeah. Nice. They are more than welcome. Children and dogs. Children and dogs. Yes. We are dog friendly. We are dog friendly. We Oof. just got word that a really cute corgi is going to be at one of the booths. Oh, so Teresa, that- you're done. <laughs> I am so sad. Although I know Bailey would have probably hated it. She's staying home. That's the one con of cons. Is <laughs> I can't bring my, my little fur child along and I hate leaving her. But I don't think she'd probably like that much anyway. It's too much crowd and noise. She'd probably hate it. But I'm super excited about the fact that I might see dogs while walking around. <laughs> you will be we know we got a specific request. Someone asked if they could bring a purse dog, and we told them yes. And then uh, a vendor just messaged me today and said, I have a I have a corgi who weighs 20 pounds. He has 10,000 Instagram followers, and he's going to be at my booth. So, Wow. Well, you guys have disclosed a lot of information tonight. I'm looking forward to the event and the dog show and the toy show and all that stuff. And you guys mentioned there's a lot of information that has not come in yet or you're not able to disclose. So for our listeners, where's the best place for them to follow you to stay on top of the latest and greatest Five Point News. Five Points Fest on Twitter, fivepointsfest.com, where you can get your tickets too. You want to explain the tickets? So there's, you got the VIP pass. You guys said there's only a handful left of that. Yeah, those are $125 for the for the whole weekend, and that gives you the DTA entry, early entry, goodie bag, all that stuff. Um, and then there is a weekend ticket. Full weekend ticket, which costs, I can't read your screen from here, I'm sorry. It's $45 in advance, I think it's $50 on the door. Okay. Yes. And then Saturday ticket is $35 in advance, Sunday's $30 in advance. They're all more expensive if you pay at the venue, so we recommend you buying your tickets beforehand. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. Yeah. It's a couple of weeks away. Let's, let's do this thing no. already. Yeah, let's do this, Miranda. We're not ready for that yet. <laughs> I'm sure it'll all come together. Yeah. It'll all come yeah. together. It'll be seamless. We'll never know. But we totally appreciate you and everyone else who's behind the, behind the scenes putting together the awards, Five Points Fest. I know it's not just you three. There's a bunch no. of other people involved. So we appreciate all of you, and thank you very much for doing it. Thank yes. you so much. We thank, love you guys. Thank you for having us on yeah. and uh, 
Excuse our bad behavior. <laughs> you guys were a little naughty. I blame your sponsor for that one. But why don't you guys take a brief moment and let our listeners know where they can find you? Fivepointsfest.com and Instagram, fivepointsfest. Twitter, fivepointsfest. Facebook, fivepointsfest. Five all the social media. Um, social is kind of where the best place to get the news yes. from us is, but the website also has as much information as we can get up there. Okay. Teresa, where can people find you? If people want to find me, they can check me out on Instagram. My username is tmhawk24. And I'm Gary Ham. You can find me at Gary Ham on Instagram or superham.com. Thanks again for joining, everyone. We'll see you in a couple weeks. This has been the Marsham Toy Hour. We do this every week, not because we have to. But because we want to. <laughs> Next week, we have Horrible Adorables joining for another fun game night edition of the Marsham Toy Hour. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, they're going to be a 5 points festival. We can't wait to see them. They will. We're excited. Yeah. Traveling all the way from Cleveland. Yeah. All right, guys. That's a wrap. Woo. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>